Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Film Nerds Hour. Hi. Where we totally did not screw the No, intro. God, no. There's definitely not going to be a compilation of the year's fuck-ups. Oh, yeah. sorry. Swearing that early. Sorry, YouTube. Just put in a chicken sound, Jeremy. All right. Well, uh, it's better than what my finger's saying right now, so. Dude, you're, we're going to get demonetized. <sighs> They're going to take our money and livelihood that we don't even have. <laughs> oh, you mean like Machinima? <gasps> I had to make the joke. Career suicide. Career suicide. I'm out. Pieces. Pieces. I had to make that joke because so many people made it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I love the Mortal Kombat shows. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no, I do. And I, I love Sonic for Hire as well. Exactly. But. Welcome back to the uh, Film Nerd Hour with your host, Noah Sweeto and Nathaniel Schumacher. And uh, we are bringing you uh, the episode of Cabin in the Woods, Yay. which is, uh, if you listened to our last video, you know that, uh, which you should if you haven't, because yeah. uh, The Evil Dead is one of the biggest uh, setups for this movie's kind of, not it's premise, like, but it is verbatim a it's lot. It's literally of, the same cabin. <laughs> it's basically, yeah, the same cabin. It looks different. It's not the same one from the movie, but basically uh, yeah. everything right down to the detail, the way things out, and the rising atmosphere. So it's a very big dedication to that and to every horror film. Is, and that's what makes Cabin in the Woods such a great movie. Um, and you, Except in Evil Dead, they, they never find the elevator <laughs> to the ritual place. <laughs> yeah, which uh, this gave me a very ready or not vibe. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Well, with just like the ritual sacrifice stuff, but um, yeah. we're not gonna go into that because that yeah. is a movie that the ending actually is. It's brilliant. One you really don't. If once you spoil it, then it ruins the whole movie. Exactly. There is exactly. no point in watching that movie except for whatever. Before we get into the meat and potatoes, though, I'm As gonna find where we can where you guys. I've already the, got it up. Oh, unless you want to do. I was gonna say it, but you can say it if you already got it. Uh, well, at the time that we're making this video, uh, which still is the month of October, um, you guys can find it on uh, Hulu with a premium subscription, Sling TV with a premium subscription, as well as Amazon Prime with a premium subscription. Otherwise, you can rent it on YouTube, Google Play, Movies and TV, Vudu, and uh, for uh, three ninety nine, and then iTunes for five ninety nine. <clears throat> I would uh, I'd, I'd go for anything but iTunes because that is expensive. Yeah. And we, we both, before we get into it, we both agree. Great movie. Watch it, please, before yeah. listening to us spoil, because we're spoiling all of it. Yeah. Or just, yeah, go on Facebook Market or something. You can find somebody selling it for a dollar. It's, exactly. It's, it's worth it. And, and if you're like being your movie collector, you just kind of pick those up for a dollar, and you're just like, oh, I got a bundle of them, and I spend a dollar. Just as of the time of this video's recording, though, be sure to wear seven masks and don't touch anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... But one other thing that I have to get into, because I have to ask you one personal question. Oh, God. On air? Love it. Yeah. Love it. Go. So, so they're, they're, <laughs> have you I, been a I dick your whole life? So yes, I'm not going to say what specific YouTube channel, because I do like listening to them, and I'm not going to be a complete dick. But <laughs> but here it goes. <laughs> I'm not going to say the name. But uh-huh. you know, I have an issue when people pronounce names wrong. James huh. Wan. Who's James Wan? Who's Sam Rami? Who's Sam Rami? Do you know who Sam Rami is? Do you, do you it's, know? Who... Yeah, it's my favorite thing to order at Sugarfish, my yeah. favorite sushi restaurant. And, and apparently, <laughs> Sam, uh, or I mean, apparently, James Wan did Saw? I thought it was James Wan that did Saw. 
But, oh. I didn't know that. Is this the channel we were talking about earlier today in the car? No. Okay. Then I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. Um. Sam Ramey, Ramey and James Wan. Maybe they just have an accent. Why are you giving people shit? No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the, this person did not have an accent. Oh, they had like... Well, that's a weird thing as well. Because depending... Because apparently we have listeners in Canada and Ireland. Oh, this person was American. No, I know that, but I'm saying to them, they don't have an accent. We Americans have an accent. Oh, that's true. So, saying they didn't have an accent is very ambiguous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh I thought... Because, like, okay. to an Irish person, oh, how I... they speak, they don't have an accent. That's just how they talk. They think us Americans have an accent. Oh, yeah, that's But true. to us, we think there's an Irish accent. Yeah, except, except the thing is, with our wonderful viewers over uh, seas and other beautiful countries... Yeah. Overseas better than America, or... most definitely. They uh, they tend to uh, not harp on hearing every accent around the world known to man. And oh, God, like, no. Yay! I heard your accent! Yeah, that's true. We kind of do suck at that point. <laughs> because no culture is here. This country has no culture of its own. Yeah. Except for what? Baseball and basketball? Uh... Which, can you even say that basketball is made here? Not really. Um... We have our own weird culture. It's just our culture was based on stealing from other people's culture. No, 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 no. It was based on <laughs> pillaging yeah. and stealing other people's yeah. cultures and then murdering them and saying that our customs and way of doing it was better, which is like... But we don't want to get political or, in no. this instance, historically accurate. Let's just talk about Cabin in the Woods. Go to your local library, <laughs> viewers. If you would like to know about history. <laughs> Real American history. Then please, either come to America, yeah. or if you have a better country that you can look up yeah. the real information on, compare and if, it. And if you have opinions about us, you can always rate and review us. <laughs> Which we will not be doing a drunk history or brutal honesty. No, no. We will. You'll be able to find that on my personal stuff yeah. when I do a rant about it in God knows when. But, um, by the time, I have a question, because it's already been a thing that, it's already been established that it's going to be a thing that's happening soon, I'm pretty sure. Will our YouTube be up by this point? Oh, yes. Uh, the YouTube yeah. is actually up right now. Yay! It should have been up, uh, by the time you guys are listening to it, it should have been up with Fright Night. So, uh, if you guys are just listening, and then for you who are listening in the future, of course, mm -hmm. uh, who don't know about it, you have the ability to, at least for now, at the time of this recording, uh, listen to us on Anchor. Spotify, YouTube, all free, no monetization yet. Yeah. Um, at the time, and probably within the next uh, couple of months that we're doing this, doing this podcast uh, in the early days, so you guys can listen to completely free there. Uh, YouTube will have all the lists. We'll have each of our seasons of stuff that we've done, um, and then we will have a uh, kind of a great new schedule for you guys uh, to take uh, every episode for two weeks, and we are going to keep it in that genre for you guys. Yeah, well, for two months, you mean? Well, two months, yeah. You said two weeks. That's a very short pocket of genre. <laughs> yeah, two weeks. <laughs> I'm thinking of weeks and months. Yeah. Let my mind be delusional to, to the months. fact that there's yeah. more time in life. Yeah, those will be announced accordingly. But if you do have opinions about us, uh, go ahead and leave us some comments in the comments section. Yeah, and if you guys have any recommendations, uh, we'll definitely be dropping the Instagram a bit soon and mm -hmm. getting that out there so you guys can be part of a big community we'll also we also have a facebook group that you guys can join that's open to the public where 
Uh, we can have uh, viewing parties in the future, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's plenty of stuff to watch on YouTube. There's like Return of the Living Dead. A lot of the horror community groups on Facebook, they're filled with some great people. So, yeah. And uh, we appreciate any criticism you have to give, positive or negative. Unless the negative is just shitting Negative, us. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's if, try to be creative. Let it be constructive to anything. Cr- constructive. <laughs> yes. Because I think that's a fair thing to ask. We would do the same for you guys. We won't. Other, you know, criticize otherwise, if you just give us blatant insults on in the comments of our video, no, I will be copying them, printing them out, and framing them on my wall, and you will be there forever. <laughs> every every single episode, you'll be like, "Hey, remember Jimmy? Jimmy, what's his name over there?" Yeah, exactly. And Sadie said this. This. Who name? knows? Maybe you'll end up on the background. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Be very nice. Uh, definitely uh you guys will have access to more places to stream and hopefully we'll be able to work with uh apple and google to eventually put it on there so you guys can uh all you guys who are listening on your phones will be will be able to do that instead yeah um so that'll give you guys a bit of a range we'll be working on that so hopefully that'll help you guys and then i know like if you're like me i still listen to our podcast sometimes uh even before i pre uh pre-edit so i can if I'm working or something, Before I can listen to it on the go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-edit. Yeah. Credit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Quick thing I want to say, just because I've always wanted to say this, and now I have an opportunity to say it, and I can already hear the eyes rolling in the back of people's heads as I'm sa- thinking of saying this. Be sure to smash that like button and ring that bell. <laughs> <laughs> no, why are you making the face, buddy? <laughs> it's a good thing we don't have a video camera right now. <laughs> Which you knew I was gonna say it. Which uh, is another thing too. We're gonna try and be more consistent uh, with some videos for you guys, yeah. so that we can actually see the wonderful scenery that we have because we've actually made it quite beautiful. Yeah. Um, Let us know anything you guys would want to see, whether it be movie recommendations, what you would like us to do in the future, whether it be like a PO box or a platform you would like us to get on. We'd love to hear. Yeah. Um, Cause no. call me crazy. I'd love it if you guys wanted to send us free stuff. <laughs> I think that's everybody. Don't beg for free stuff in the. No, I'm not begging. I'm just suggesting it. <laughs> I'm gonna get sent a pile of shit now from Ireland. Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, don't send yeah. Please don't send me crocodile d um, four. Um. Oh God, there's four of them. <laughs> yeah. I have the first. Oh, I'm pretty God. sure there's four. <laughs> Yeah, sure. we're definitely going to have to talk about doing a We Love the 80s part. Yeah. But that, oh God. If there isn't, I'm going to be very embarrassed. And, it's, and you know me, it's very difficult. I thought there was only two. There's three for sure. I know there's at least three. Well, I do have to ask this one question. Is it Shoemaker or Schumacher? Because Maker. Maker. I, it I, was Schumacher before we fled Germany. Gotcha. Yeah, because we were royalty in Germany, and there's still a castle, and I have a family crest and everything. It's just we left because um, this will be a little hist. Well, it was actually we left right before the Hitler stuff. It was just very lucky how it worked out that way. As the story goes from my family, um, my ancestor was a princess who fell in love with a poor guy. And because the parents wouldn't let them be together, uh, they decided to run away to the land of opportunity. <laughs> Which, uh... And then ten years later, Hitler came to power. So, good timing on our parts. <laughs> yeah, that seems pretty bad. Yeah. Here we go. You're about to move your phone back a bit. I think we're getting a little bit of interference. Uh, a, bit, a bit of static? Yeah. Cause Sorry about that. It's not your fault. It's oh, that's fault. right. Okay. 
There was going to be a Crocodile Dundee 4, but it was a parody commercial from the Super Bowl where they had the, the one guy who was supposed to be his son or something. Hmm. Oh, no, wait, there is one coming out. It's called The Very Excellent Mr. Dundee. Okay. I had no idea. In 2020. Good the guessing on my... I mean, I totally knew that. That's why I said 4. Um. But yeah, you remember that. You remember that commercial? Possibly. That commercial with that guy? Oh, yeah, with yeah. Uh, Danny McBride. Yeah, love... and uh, Chris Hemsworth was in it, but it was actually just a, a commercial for Australian tourism. <laughs> oh, and yeah, Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles. That sounds... And now Paul Hogan is the one who died, right? I think so, yeah. From a stinger attack, was it? No, he's 80. No, that... No. Um, from a stinger attack, you're thinking of the Crocodile Hunter. Ah, okay, that's right. Steve Irwin. That's not a knife. This is a knife. That's Crocodile Dundee. That's not Steve Irwin. Oh, I know. Okay. Anyway. So, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. (laughs) We, wow, that was a big trail. That was really good, Um, though. But, um... Cabin in the Woods. Where to start with this exact except that is a clusterfuck verbatim of the Evil Dead in the best way. Yeah. Well, it's very formulaic and it kind of messes with the genre, and I I like that. I like which, it when I like it when a movie like takes the genre and is like, let's do this instead. Which is exactly what they were meaning to do this entire time. It was it was very meant to be uh, that formula and uh-huh. to and to uh, trope the people into parody to parody basically what. People are how, you know, gods are hungry among us, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're more, you know, ha- fans are like the gods, and we're always hungry for a bigger bloodlust. Exactly. We want more kills, dang it. And then, it kind of gave us the, but, if we were in the situation, would we be killing people just for a good bloodlust, if, if we knew that we could watch it from a movie standpoint? Oh, do you mean if, like... I you think, can watch horror movies, but every death that happens in a movie actually happens. Yeah, if you had the opportunity to watch every death in a horror movie, but you got to sit back, and I think that's kind of what this was I about, mean, too, in a sense. if we were okay with that, I don't feel like we would ever get to that point. And by that, I mean there'd probably still be gladiatorial arenas, so I don't think we'd ever exactly. watch horror movies. Because, I mean... You know what I mean? Well, it'd be like if you just basically just took people in... What is it? Uh, the Dungeon of Doom or whatever it was the one you had to sign the brochure for that haunted house. Are you talking about the McKamey house? It's a haunted house, yeah, where you, they, where you sign a contract saying that they can do whatever they want to. Yeah, they so. waterboard you. Yeah, they waterboard <laughs> you. They waterboard you. They, they could strip you naked. They, they can do it pretty much Put you in a coffin, pull you through a couch. I was actually thinking about that because have you ever seen the Haunters documentary about haunted houses? No, um... <sighs> I love the. So fascinating. Uh, one of the movies I like is the Houses October Built, though. How it was supposed to be a movie, but it was about all mm-hmm. these different haunted houses and how they actually went to those locations, which some of them in Illinois I actually went to. Yeah. Well, the thing with um, the thing with Haunters was the documentaries. They talk about this house called the McCamey House, and this is like it goes from you know haunted houses way back in the where it started with the history of haunted houses because it's like. It used to be a thing that churches would do to raise money. So they'd have the kids dress up as Dracula and Frankenstein and just scare people and then they'd go bobbing for apples. A very innocent thing, you know. But then it kind of evolved to this where it's like people choke you and pull you through a couch and stuff. 
and like all this insane stuff. And the McCamey house is notable because most of these houses that you have to sign a contract and everything saying that they can do whatever they want to, they have a safe word. So you say it and then the people have to stop what they're doing. And if you want to leave, they have to let you leave. In the McCamey house, there is no safe word. You have to do it until it's all done. Yeah, and I don't... Yeah. See, and that's the thing that really emphasizes the horror film thing, mm-hmm. is that, you know, as much as I love horror films, yeah. I'm smart enough to know, even from, like, a directoral standpoint, that that's not the thing you want to be in. And I, exactly. and I think... And that's what I love about the tropes, is that everybody's like the cliche, oh, yeah, I want to do that, and they're like, oh, I'm so sick and tired of that in a movie, but mm-hmm. how many people... You know, not saying anything to insult the audience. I'm just saying yeah. in a general sense. How many of you horror movie fans would legit, though, if you had the opportunity to just go completely for free, all expenses paid, but you had to go through that? How many of you would just be psyched because you're like, oh, it's just another haunted house? And, yeah. You know, well, it's not that bad. It can get really bad, and I'm aware of what can happen, but I, I still want to do it. I feel like it's the same thing with, like... The reason horror movies, I feel like, are popular to an extent is it's escapism and perspective. Like, it's a, I was thinking about this earlier this year with all this quarantine stuff and this crazy stuff happening because I was reading a bunch of Stephen King books and I had like thoughts throughout the day like this does suck but at least I'm not being attacked by a demon possessed car you know what I mean like it's all these things that could be worse and it's yeah that's it's what, a game of wits yeah, exactly horror is a very substantial you know circumstantial uh, game of wits yeah. whether you are able to overcome what you're doing and what you're willing to lose. Yeah, well, like, the most popular year, I feel like, for horror movies, or at least decade... Was the 80s. No, actually. Like, as far as audience goers and money counts, it was the years between, surprisingly enough, the 30s. Like, the 1930s to the 40s. Because, like I said, escapism. During the... During 29 to 39, the Great Depression was happening. So people were seeing all these movies where, and having that same thought I was having of like, yeah, it does suck that we have no money, but at least Frankenstein's not trying to kill me, you know? Yeah. That's why the most popular, can you guess the most popular year to date and profitability there has been for haunted houses in history? I always want to say the 80s just because I know that's a little... Not even close. But it, well, I'd not probably say it is an earlier era. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot closer than you'd think, but it'll all make sense when I explain. Most oh, or is it's probably uh, roughly the late 2000s or 2010s. Mm-mm. It's not. Most pop- profitable year for haunted house the haunted house industry? 2001. Because think hmm. about it, not even a month, a little over a month past 9-11, everyone just wanted to escape and think about something else and be scared in a way that they know is safe and have that adrenaline in a way that they know it's safe. Because ask anyone who watched TV when 9-11 happened, the most terrifying experience of their life, even if they were super far away from it. Oh, yeah, because it was like, what the hell's happening? And yeah, because you don't know. My parents had me hide in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, why would they? Why would a plane crash in our house? But it's like, you don't know. But you, you don't, don't know. know. It's because, terrifying. You don't well, know what's happening. Then again, too, everybody always forgets that the Pentagon got avoided. Exactly. That's one of the things. So it was like, everybody remembers the Twin Towers, not downplaying it. But no, God it, no. It is Never. one of those things where it's like, you know, they, they when you think about it, you're like, you know, but they, they went after the Pentagon. They went after the Pentagon, uh, the White House, 
I'm pretty sure, because there was that plane. There's there a was, movie about the plane that crashed. There was a couple of voidants, though, against the major Capitol buildings. It was basically the Twin Towers that they did not well, What catch. was that, uh, F- Flight 815 or something like that? Do you remember that movie? Yeah. It was about the people who, like, I guess... Survived. Well, they overtook... They took the plane back. And that's why there was a plane that just crashed in the middle of nowhere. Because they had a destination of where they were going to crash. But the people, like, ran into the cockpit, took the plane back... And just crashed it in the middle of nowhere, as opposed to, yeah. yeah. Which part of the sad part too is a lot of those people. I think have survivors guilt. I think uh, Seth MacFarlane. The reason he made so many nine eleven jokes is I think it's only because he, that was the only way he could cope with it. Yeah, exactly. Because drinking yeah. saved his life. For those of you like you know, the one thing I do respect is going off topic. We'll bring it back, but um, yeah, we will in a second. Uh, Family Guy is a, you know. What it got known for is the racially insensitive, or culturally insensitive, I should say, and politically yeah, no. incorrectness yeah. on a high level. I, I Looking back at Family Guy, I don't think it was so much Seth MacFarlane trying to be offensive, but he really wanted to push the bounds, A. Mm-hmm. But B, I think it was also a way of it's saying, look at look at yourself, America. You're sitting there like, oh, that's funny, but that is so racist. And, and oh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing of like... That's why a lot of comedians, when something crazy happens, like there's comedians who get slack for making jokes about racism and rape and all this stuff. Understand, comedians, speaking as, I can, I feel free to speak as one as well, we're not exactly okay in the brain. And comedy is the way we process the world. We make jokes about these horrible things because that's the only way we can understand that those horrible things happen. It sounds really weird and messed up and probably doesn't make a lot of sense to a lot of you, but that's Same thing with being a director. Once you you kind of enter that world, when you enter a really creative world that entails a lot of stress and a lot of thinking, and that's not downplaying, you know, people who are artists Mm -mm. or just some... Or people paint it, but yeah. I, I think when you really make a career out of it too, you know, it brings you to kind of a kind of a dark place, and you got to look at some of the darker stuff and just humorize. It. I mean, when you're writing a horror film, there's mm-hmm. nothing worse. Like I can tell you, when I was writing one of the short I was writing, uh, it it was it was ragging on me because there was a night that I just stayed up all night trying to think of these horrific concepts that were mm-hmm. just ungodly and so uncomfortable nothing like illegal but yeah i wanted to make something that would stand out in a short film yeah you want it to be remembered i wanted i wanted to be something like the evil dead you know and or something like cabin in the woods The, the whole fact is that those two movies you know one was made on indie budget another was troping it but in a good way and keeping a reminder of why horror films are so scary and why circumstance is the hardest thing to get away from Exactly. Like, that's why a lot of horror movies were made, too. Like, Ridley Scott, there's a lot of themes in in the original Alien that have to do with rape. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's, like, I get the sense, like, for someone like him, that's probably the only way he could process something horrible like that is by making a movie. Yeah, and, um, you know, that's, it's a, it's a terrible thing to, you know, it's very uncomforting for people to talk about, but exactly. it's a very real thing. Yeah. Um, but and we were talking about that earlier today. The most yeah. uncomfortable things to talk about are the things that, that you need have to, to be talk talked about. about yeah. yeah, and I think horror is a good example of that. I think that there is a limit, though. Like something like you know, for instance, like Evil Dead. Yeah. Uh, you know what you heard in our last episode was that tree scene of Evil Dead. Oh God. Um, 
I've always hated that. That was was too too much. much. That was way too much. I don't know what Sam Raimi was thinking. I'm not trying to insult him. He was young, so he probably wasn't, if you really think about it. No, and I don't think it was just like a pleasure thing either. I think it was supposed to just be... I think he did what a lot of four people write, like even what I do. What is the most uncomfortable thing and what can really traumatize you? What's going to make people remember my movie? Yeah, and I don't think he meant it to offend people. I think he just meant, like, could you imagine that, though? Yeah. Because there's been so many times throughout history, but it's never really been put into a movie. There's a good creepypasta, mm. um, you know, and creepypastas are underrated. But there is a great one by Mr. Creepypasta that you can listen to right now or if you want to read it. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, you know, I'd love to have MCP on the channel. That'd be cool. Yeah, reach out to him and let him know that we like his stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be cool to have him on for one Halloween. Yeah, even if it's just like a Zoom call. Like, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, it would be be super awesome to kind of have that. Um, But, you know, it is called uh, A Park Ranger's Tale. Oh, yeah, Uh, you were telling me about this. Yeah, where we have the killer trees. And and the question is, and one of the things that, you know, that the original saying came from, and part of why the woods is so creepy, uh, I've had bad experiences. I don't really want to go into that, though, no, for no. reasons. Yeah. Uh, but I had a traumatic past in the woods and a couple of traumatic things going on in the woods in my life. And I don't like the woods. I don't like camping. I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, I love camping. Yeah, I, I, I hate it. Yeah. I love nature, but I, I refuse to be in the woods and to go camping. You're not I don't, a seclusion I don't feel, person. I don't feel safe. It makes me paranoid, and that's all I'm going to say, and that's all I have to say about it. Yeah, but, exactly. exactly. Um, one thing that, you know, really makes, you know, what made the Evil Dead, and what made the Cabin in the Woods such a good trope, too. Yeah. And I love the direction that Cabin in the Woods took. It really took what the Evil Dead did. It really took that woods and isolated approach. Yeah. Which, verbatim, but also, like, worth it, because where else is better? One of the reasons that the woods has always been so scary is because, A, trees are tall as fuck. Yeah. They're living. I mean, everybody tries to think that, you know, like, same with a barnacle. Like, a barnacle... It's a living thing. It's a living thing. Is it alive enough? Not necessarily, but it is still living. Yeah. It still eats. It still Mm -hmm. needs to consume to survive. Same with trees. Trees still need to grow. They need to root themselves. They need to be alive in order to function properly. Well, and, like, yeah, it's not... If you're if you need someone to help you in the woods, it's not easy to like get a signal out to anyone. Exactly. Or... And th- the woods is a very big place. The yeah. trees are tall. There's not a whole lot, and it makes you paranoid because you know getting lost is a lot easier than you think. And when you start to <laughs> mentally break, everything feels enclosed. Everything feels yeah. closer to you. Everything feels uh, like not... it's moving towards you. Yeah, and yeah. one of the things that, you know, that people say, if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one around, does it make a sound? Mm. And that is a true question, like, you know, because have you ever thought, like, you know, one of the, th- one of the theories in, like, you know, some of these fairy tales is that, um, you know, trees move when you're not looking. Mm-hmm. You know, trees have a spirit, so, like, so-and-so cuts down a tree, a corporation, those backwoods, yeah. you know, can become possessed with the spirit of Mother Nature and they can move around. Which is something I really respected the the Evil Dead for trying to do. Yeah, yeah, as perfect w- as it is. Yeah, it's we 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 like what you were attempting. It was the execution that you that you did at some point that was like, no, please, no. Yeah, and you know, 
that was something that Cabin in the Woods really didn't straight. And, and sometimes it gets harder to remember if it's PG-13 or R, except for the blood. That's what really... Yeah, I mean, really do they sold. ever show any, any you know, any boobies? Or... No, I think the closest like... that we get is kind of like the strip tease and, and we see a back. couple butt cheeks hanging out, but nothing... We see underwear. Like, yeah, it really... And I really like that. It really went without the sex and the nudity. There was a lot of implications and a yeah. lot of pre preemptive gestures uh yeah you tell people there's a cake in the kitchen you don't show them the cake yeah and, and, and <laughs> Did you, that makes sense for, for, for i don't of, know for a lot of reasons that's great that's yeah. what made psycho work you never exactly when norman bates is in that shower scene you only hear it that's kind of why i did not like the when way norman it, bates mother is in the shower scene you only hear it yeah 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 um and the other thing too is that you know like um that's why I didn't like Norman uh, in Bates Motel Yeah. when they recreated the shower scene. Because it was just oh. so bloody. Yeah. If you've seen it. That's that's what I love about Psycho. Less is more. Less is more. And that's something that my instructor says a mm-hmm. lot. Because it's, it's the truest thing when making a movie. And Cabin in the Woods, I think, did an excellent example of that. Yeah. It has got so many monsters, so many references. I mean, just to lay out the references yeah. right you gotta now. You got to go like frame by frame to y- see all this stuff. Yeah, right? and that's why I think we're not doing a definitive timeline of everything that happens. We'll kind of no, we'll do our best. We will sum it up, but I think yeah. it's one of those things you need to experience for yourself. Because we start out in like an office building. <laughs> yeah, we start off in like an office. I don't even see. I don't even really remember that part. It's stuff that you forget. Because it's the opening and it starts out with like the opening credits because it makes you think. And even the trailers, they make you think it's a horror movie. Like it's a general horror movie. And it's, it's- like but then it just cuts to our two main office guys who are just in shirts with like the pocket protectors and they're just they're just talking (laughs) yeah and you know that's something like i remember seeing this when i was a kid not seeing the movie but seeing the thing at Redbox and being like oh that looks so creepy because it does but Mm -hmm. really it's a horror comedy and it's more or less um what makes it so good is that it's not really scary they no. found a way to balance it out. And it's not because of the comedic part at all. Mm-mm. It's because they found a way to balance out and they had a goal in mind and they and they set out to do that in a very good way. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I really appreciate about this movie is that it really does emphasize that the less is more. They yeah. did not go crazy. And and to give you a, a scale reference, mm-hmm. um, for instance, we got um we what we got was uh like uh Verbatim when they're when the when we have our teens our main uh, protagonist down in the basement, uh, I mean in the cabin. The cabin looks exactly. It like, looks like the Evil Dead cabin. Like the Evil Dead, almost, almost exactly. Almost exactly. Um, right down to the trap door. It looks a little bit more furnished, a little less rundown. Yeah. The the two way mirror they find is weird. <laughs> it's yeah, an interesting like, choice. <laughs> which kind of gave me a uh, bad times of the El Royale vibe. Oh God, yeah. Which, which also has Chris Hemsworth. Yes, yes, which also has Chris Hemsworth. But he's a lot more scary in that movie. And a better English accent. It's weird. And because it's so good, Mm -hmm. and because you're so used to hearing his kind of comfortable accent. Yeah, yeah. It it really makes you that much more uncomfortable. It really gives you that Charles Mason, Charles Manson vibe. Yeah. Uh, We definitely need to do Battle Royale and Once Upon a Time, I think, back to back sometime on the channel. We did Battle Royale before. Or not Battle Royale. I said Bad Times at the El Royale. Did I say Battle Royale? You said Battle Royale. Yeah, I meant to say Bad Times at the El Royale. You just want to watch that movie again because it's art. (laughs) It is. Um, 
You're yeah, welcome. <laughs> we definitely need to do uh, bad times at the, at the El Royale. Royale. And, yeah. Uh, if you say it fast enough, it does sound like that, actually. Bad yeah. times at the El Royale. Battle Royale. Like, it does... Yeah, I can see the mix-up. Yeah, it reels off the tongue easily. Yeah. Uh, but then we see, like, our main character. Do I... I don't even remember their names, really. I remember no. them by their monikers. That That's the thing. I remember Marty. Marty. Yeah, Marty's like a stoner shaggy. Who's played he's by, driving uh, up and he's got a bong. Coffee. <laughs> it's just smoke coming out. Yeah, a coffee cup bong, which is awesome as <laughs> shit. It's a real thing as well. There's a website you can order that where it's a retractable bong. Which I might just get. Not even to smoke weed, just to have it, because that's awesome. Uh-huh, do you know, sure. Do you know how fun that would be for a prop? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Short? I would just order it just to be like, I'd be fascinated. Because mm-hmm. you'd just be sitting there like, this looks like a coffee cup. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not really a coffee cup at all. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Marty, uh, Marty, uh, Mikulaski was played by, uh, Fran Kranz. Yeah, which uh, I haven't, I haven't seen him at all. I, I know, he's in the show Dollhouse. I know that. I haven't seen it. It's a great show. It's a great show. Um, but other than that, I haven't seen him in a lot. Yeah, he's, uh, he's been in Dollhouse much ado about nothing mm. blood-sucking bastards you might be the killer that's something i would definitely want to watch you might sometime. be the killer yeah that's what i really want to see uh donnie darko really wieners oh, yeah rebirth was a movie that came out this year that looks horror lust for love murder of a cat he's he's got his own style of <laughs> acting choices yeah. i can Dari say of a wimpy kid Roderick Rules. Did he play what's his face? He wasn't the brother. No, 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 no. He's one of Roderick's band where he goes, Somebody farted. Yeah, that's I that think guy. that might I can't be think him. Of his name. Yeah, I think yeah. that was him. But uh, Loaded Diaper, which yeah. listening to that now, that's like No wonder that was such a bad that's worse than Justin Long's Kevin Murphy band name, Merlin's Monocle. I'm sitting there yeah. like Loaded Diaper. You never really listened to that as a kid. Yeah. Or even like not the weirdest high schooler. not the weirdest real band name i've heard do you have the weirdest w- real band name you've heard ever isn't there something of? like the orgasm or something like that that i've heard it the o faces or something like that i've heard like we all suck was a funny band name i heard once um swallowed a fly my favorite was betty white titfuck <laughs> I wonder how that went over selling tickets and <laughs> exactly. advertising on a website. Oh my god. I, I wonder w- how well that went over with uh, do you know, likeness. Do you know how much I would pay to go to one of their concerts just so I can go up to a stranger and be like, did Benny White Titfuck come on yet? Or, did they come on yet? I can't wait to see him. <laughs> I have the shirt and the hat, you know. Uh, <laughs> did they all come on to see Benny White Titfuck? Yeah, I, I'm, here, I'm here to see it. <laughs> See, the, the, it would just, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. There's no <laughs> FCC. Exactly. What the hell is well, that's going the on? Issue, that's the issue with band names, though. I mean, you gotta pick something like, you gotta pick something that's clever and that people will remember. But the other issue with band names, especially now, is it's gotta be able to be found on Google, you know? Yeah. Because, like, there's this band, there's these bands that I wanted to listen to, but I can never find them. Because Dan from Game Grumps... He's like, he says two of his favorite bands are impossible to find. They're called Music and South. <laughs> Can you imagine how hard it is to Google those names? Yeah, unless you put band and even then it's not a guarantee. Yeah, Music Band. You really think it's going to still come? <laughs> South Band. You're going to get like Leonard Skinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, 
But yeah, so we who's the first girl we meet though? We meet Dana Polk, who's Dana, played by Kristen uh, Connolly. Uh, Chris uh, Kurt Van Kurt Vaughn was played by Chris Hemsworth, uh, and Jules uh, Loudon, who is uh, Chris Hemsworth, Kurt's uh, girlfriend in yeah. the movie, was played by Anna Hutchinson. Um, and yeah. then Holden. He's the other guy I recognized a lot because he he was in most recently probably or most recognizably rather. He was in Detroit Become Human, the guy, the nerd guy. Oh, okay. Um, you mean Jesse Williams? I think so. The black guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think... The girl, the guy who they're trying to set up with Dana. Yeah, that's that's the guy. I'm trying to see his last name, but it's not showing me. Yeah. Macria. There it is. Olden McCrea Which is have, the name of his character in Captain I Lines. like him. He seemed like a nice guy in the movie. Because he seemed... <gasps> oh, yeah. He, and he wasn't... He was well-meaning. He wasn't a perv. No. He was He was very... Because we get that two-way mirror scene where he sees her. And he's like, oh, And he's like, this I is cool. To. But then, like, she starts to unbutton her shirt and he goes, nope. And then he bangs on the thing. <laughs> well, no. He comes back, takes... And, he's like, and then he's going to leave and he's like... Okay, that's... No. I gotta be better than this. Yeah, yeah. Because... Good on him. Because, like, I could see how you could be like, nope, I'm gonna leave and I won't see it and therefore I'm fine. No, you tell the everyone that there's a mirror. Because it's freaking weird. <laughs> yeah, and, and not to mention, too, like, you know, that's something I liked is that, you know, a, a lot of what I hate about these movies is the minute you see a black or interracial person it, i'm sorry it it's true it's like almost every single time they're some sort of perv or they are so stupid at least way back be, in the day or they got to be like that oh yeah i'm a pimp and and this is my bitch and i'm like dude or, um, really every time we don't need a chris tucker friday it, this shit <laughs> was it friday the 13th part five when yeah they got, where they got those damn enchiladas <laughs> yeah and it's not it, it's funny but it, it, in the, the third time, one they were so fancy he was the only black guy was a biker <laughs> and I liked him better because at least he wasn't so stereotypical. He was like yeah. what you expect from a biker, not just a black yeah, guy. Yeah, not a black guy. <laughs> like Just, I'm sure, I'm sure you'd see it from a black guy, but again, it's like, but you see it from a biker standpoint. The Friday movies got a little better because part seven, there was just a couple and they, were just, seven, they were just there. Oh, they weren't like stereotypical. Like, interracial people. Yeah, it got better. Yeah. Um, it wasn't offensive. In terms of quality. Yeah. It went to shit. Yeah, I, I don't think it ever got up to the par we would like it to with quantity. <laughs> oh, like Halloween. I mean, say whatever you want. I see a lot of Halloween groups. But again, Halloween's later sequels, except for, uh, you know, Halloween Resurrection, though, did very well with Hand. Yeah. Uh, but guy, uh, spoiler alert for Halloween. So if you want to skip uh, like 10 through 10, 15 seconds forward, uh, the black guy uh, lives mm -hmm. at the very end. And they make him, they kind of kill him off, which. Uh, Are you talking about Buster Rhymes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which they did with uh, Marty in here, which was another cool thing uh, that uh, they did, um, which is they gave the illusion in Cabin of the Woods that Marty had died. Yeah. Uh, even though he really didn't. He was... Which, yeah, that's a they flaw. They didn't really explain... Because that's a flaw. Because, like, they would definitely... They would have 100% know Marty was alive because they had everyone on vitals. Well, yeah, and you would have thought, like... Because they never really explained how he survived either. They just kind well, of. Put I think it up they there. said he hid in that hole, and then he messed with the wiring, and that's why they had an issue with blowing out the tunnel. Yeah, but his heart monitor. That's the yeah. That's the one thing. That is the one flaw in this nearly flawless airtight movie. I mean, unless he 
did something and it shocked him or i mean maybe he shocked himself with that thing or i could see if they explained it i could i could buy it if they said like the weed that he smoked because they said it was messing up with the gases that were making everybody stupid that is true i could see if like it was also messing with the monitor and making it seem like his heart was at resting because he was very stoned by the end of it. Yeah, and his eye and your head at that point is probably with your dopamine levels is just all over. Yeah. So you don't know whether to be panicked because like half the time you sit there like he is one of the most uh, likable characters though for sure because he was a shaggy but not like our direct rip off of shaggy he's like his own shaggy. Yeah. He's so Oops. funny too because. We all know Shaggy's stoned all yeah. the time. When he sees Don, he's like, you little minx. You got any food? <laughs> That's my favorite off-camera line. You got any food? <laughs> that that would be... And he makes fun of the gas station clerk. <laughs> yes, which I'll let you handle that one, because that was your favorite. Oh, that was so good. Well, because they go to this gas station, because the whole thing is like, they're going to road trip, you know? We're going to go to... My cousins or somethings. <laughs> cousins, My distant uh, vacations, ra- vacation home. Cabin, yeah. Yeah, near a lake. So they go, and then they stop by this, like, very creepy old um, gas station. And he, Chris Hemsworth has the line of, like, I don't think this pl- these pumps take credit cards. And he goes, I don't think they take money. <laughs> so, like, like, I think we might have to throw some coins or something, you know? And... But they get there, and then there's, like, the creepy old, like, stereotypical, Nah, what are you kids doing here? And we find out the reason for that, eventually. Oh, yeah, it was pre-planned. Yeah, yeah. But he, like, he's like, we're catch you, we're closed. And he's like, we need gas. And he goes, nah, gas to get there. You worried about gas getting back? And he's, like, very undescript and very, like, just unsettling, because he's, like, spitting tobacco on the ground and... And the one, he's like, haven't been the same ever since the war. And the girl's like, which war? And he goes, you know dang well which war. <laughs> which is very stereotypical of these kinds of movies. Because they have like, to have a reason for the dude to be zany and creepy. It's like, but, and, and I'm still sitting there like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. I don't even know. What? Yeah. And, well, Shaggy has the, we'll call him Shaggy, Marty. But he's got the line of like, oh, I think I know the one. Was it where blue was against gray? brother fighting brother and he goes you making fun of me and he's like you're rude to my friend (laughs) yeah i i love this too because that was another thing that they broke with the trope that it was uh you know it wasn't just another oh i'm a pussy because i'm a stoner i want to fight he was up there like he was a badass give a shit yeah i'm I'm stoned why would i care (laughs) i'm stoned and even if i wasn't stoned i don't give a shit yeah but then he calls the blonde girl a whore and chris hemsworth almost kicks his ass and what'd you just say yeah he throws the cash on the ground and and the old man just smiles like i did did this right i'm a stripper now well and then (laughs) freaking marty's like don't worry soon the railroad will come through (laughs) and this will be very prosperous and he walks away and as he's walking away he's like old fuck well no he says uh where they'll have actual roads (laughs) just like that (laughs) fuck yeah so so just doesn't care which is how you write a how you should write a stoner like oh yeah no that you're just kind of out of it and you're just sitting there like because most people most most movies and i am assuming it's probably because the censors didn't want to have any kind of dialogue that would support smoking weed especially way back when they have to have them be like paranoid and just overtly stupid and 
you, you know, most of the time, I don't know from experience, but I'm sure other people could probably say in the show, like, it kind of just makes you not care. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not overtly stupid and you're not super paranoid. You kind of just don't care. <laughs> you're just kind of like... Whatever, man. Hey. Hey, Twinkies. <laughs> White Castle. What's <laughs> happening, man? <laughs> exactly. Just do a Snoop Dogg. Hey, man. Ooh. Ooh. I'm just... sorry. Give me a second. Oh, sorry. I have tetanitis, folks, so that was a bad one. <laughs> but ringing in the air. But. Oh, fun. Yeah, always fun. So then they, like, decide to go to the cabin. Which, after seeing that creepy guy, I've seen too many movies to be like, yeah, let's just not. <laughs> and then there's me like, eh, well, you know, I'm black, and, uh, you know, Hollywood is racist. and uh, Yeah, if I'm, we are in a horror movie, I'm dying. You know, like... God already roasted me in the oven too long, so I'm just gonna take a big fat U-turn. and. Uh... For anyone offended by that, he said it, so it's fine. And I'm black, okay? <laughs> I'm a black male. I'm a black male, so I get the right. Yeah. And he, you're, let's, let's cover all of our bases here. You're okay with me laughing at the joke you made. Oh yeah, go ahead. Thank I you. Because really <laughs> I didn't want to hear any comments like, he shouldn't have laughed at that. Like, no. no. This is, we're fine. <laughs> and I, I don't just pick on blacks and whites. I pick on everybody. <laughs> He's not racist with who he picks on. No. <laughs> I, 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 I make jokes. He's uh, non-discriminatory. Just as equally, I pick on blacks more because I'm black and it's easier to make black jokes and everybody likes to make the black jokes. It's very difficult to make white people jokes unless the jokes are like about not being cool or having rhythm or something. I don't know. Or uh, you call them a saltine. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will neither confirm or deny if he's ever called me that in the past, but we're moving on. So <laughs> We all know the past story of uh, how, how, I, how I told you that story and how that shook out. Oh yeah, don't even bring that up. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not gonna bring that up. It wasn't anything racist, uh, at least on my on my end. Yeah. Uh, but I was targeted at one point, okay. so I made a couple of jokes. Let's be clear, it wasn't racist on my end either. <laughs> no, no, no. This had nothing to do with Nathaniel. Uh, it was God. a completely different uh, person, um, and uh, they were racist and just making a whole bunch of jokes. So I decided to just be very witty because that is my personality in a nutshell. If you close our eyes, you can see both of us jumping over mines. <laughs> Oh lord! So cabin in the woods. <laughs> cabin in the woods. Um, it gets it's very weird because did you notice when they left the house initially, w- when they're in the trailer, and they're kind of chatting. When they drive away from the house initially, there is a dude sitting on the house with like an earpiece. Uh, I didn't. Oh no no no! I kind of noticed before they pull up that people are just kind of like. Well, there's a guy. They drive away, and there's a guy like kind of he's kind of Batman in it, like one knee down like that and he's got the earpiece and he's watching them as they leave Ugh. i don't remember as much but yeah so you get the sense early on when you watch the movie like oh okay so this not everything is what it seems yeah that's already creepy enough to be in a cabin for I, you I, I love cabins see i don't know what's worse though being in a cabin or you know, having people watch me in the cabin, because, I mean, at the same time, I'm like, oh, they could try to kill me, but at least I, I know there's other humans here. I wouldn't really categorize where they're staying, though, to me personally, as a cabin. You know, I, th- I think cabin, I see, like, you know, the log kind of, you know... I mean, that's what I thought. It was all wood. Yeah, well, it was all wood, but it looks more like a rundown shack. 
<laughs> but I mean, me. you got to admit, the inside was actually nicer than the outside. Yeah, that's true. The, that ins- is... the inside was like a 10, and the outside was a 3. <laughs> yeah, and it really shows like a person's personality. Yeah, exactly. Looks do not mean everything. It's what's inside that counts. Exactly. Which is also something that John Carpenter said in another great movie. Hint, hint, body bags. Yeah. That has <coughs> Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. the Joker. No, my Joker impression was way off. Excuse my throat. I'm the Joker. He took steroids. <laughs> well, why did the Joker become Bane? <laughs> uh, because Titan formula. Yeah, fair. Victory has defeated you. All right, so she's strong with the force. I I, I don't know why that came out. I just. I feel like that was... We're starting the episode <laughs> over. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Full scratch. Repeat. No. Uh, Good lord. So, yeah, so they're hanging out in the cabin. They find the two-way mirror, which is weird, and they find, like, a weird painting. And then they're kind of just drinking and hanging out, and it is very Evil Dead. They, that's the one difference between this movie and Evil Dead. The interior of the cabin in the Evil Dead was not nice. <laughs> no, which is something I was just about to bring up, too. It, it was very ugly. It was very run down, and it looked like an old man neglected it why man okay we could say an old woman just in case it was the you know. 70s we can but, say man <laughs> but like it looked bad it looked like a hell house like there was you know. probably it looked like there was no no insulation so i'm gonna like no ac no heat i'm gonna stand on this floor and i'm pretty sure that if you stand on the same board five feet over and walk two or three spaces up you're gonna go right through it i'm pretty sure if we ever (laughs) jump in this house a little over two inches off the ground we will go through the house and probably die yeah exactly exactly i got a compound fracture yeah got a compound fracture got a compound fracture all right somebody want to help me down here my name's Cork. <laughs> That's your Taika Waititi? No. We're starting the episode over. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I did Hello, the... my name is Cork. I'm on the ship. Wanna come? That's how you do a Taika Waititi. Okay. I will do my own Cork the way I feel like it. <laughs> you're, you're close. You are closer than most people I've met. You do a better Cork than my dad. I can... My name is Cork. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah. I just... I, my throat is not at the capacity, and my voice is already probably fluctuated. For those of you who listen to our past episodes, feel free to to do a Noah Sweeto counter of how many times his voice fluctuates yeah. from deep to up to deep to medium to make, up make to a medium compilation and to send really high. It, make a compilation and send it to us, and we'll post it. I, I'll give you. I'll give you a spoiler alert. It's high. Yeah, it's very high. <laughs> okay, Kate. Whatever the K two O yeah there you go yeah all right good yeah it's just, it's high it's very high Ugh. anyways well and also it should be said I'm more attuned to impressions than you are I used to do a lot of impressions I can't really do them anymore yeah I used to be able to do like really good ones I used to be able to do Mark Hamill Joker almost it is a thing you have to keep practicing at a normal level like. Well, if you want to keep doing Kermit the Frog, you gotta practice doing Kermit the Frog more often than you would think. Hey ho, I'm on a moon here. Yeah, but that's exactly the problem. Kermit is a very easy character to do. Yeah, once you get to Chris, you know, walking, you gotta, you know, do the voice in a very flip floppy kind of way. Or, you know, when you get to Nick Cage and you just need to yell at every moment, you know, so. Uh, or, uh. 
I would do Samuel L. Jackson, but my voice is <laughs> for that. I will, I will like, see, the thing about me is, uh, um, going off topic a little bit again, is uh, when I was little, and something that I think will impact the way people want to cast me if I go into acting, sure. is the fact of one thing and one thing alone. When uh-huh. I was a kid, everybody used to say I was very loud when I would Same. play with my toys. People say I'm very loud now. Um, and the problem is I kept trying to change my voice because the problem is I'd be talking to people at school and I'd have a very, just very long capacity and people yeah. would be like, stop yelling mm-hmm. I'm sitting the there like, I'm not yelling at you, man. You'd yeah. know if I was yelling at you or raising my you voice. You would know if I was yelling. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm sitting there like trying to modulate my voice. So my voice is actually, I don't really use a natural voice. That's why yeah. I like every time anybody hears me, even in real life. Uh, in person, my voice t- constantly is fluctuating, and another thing is my voice goes along with my mood. Mm-hmm. So I've noticed if I feel very happy with somebody I'm with and I feel like I'm adoring them or something, yeah. my voice gets really high. If Keep I'm stressed, my voice goes really deep. If I feel moderate, it kind of sits in the middle of going up and down between a between a little bit of a higher tone and a bit of a deeper tone. And then there, uh, basically is, uh, <clears throat> there's basically a bit of, um, what do you want to say? When I do narrating, I kind of have my voice right here. Oh, yeah. And, uh, when I get close to the mic. You keep it at a certain level. I try to keep it at, um, yeah, a certain modulation. That way it's not, like, so annoying. And that way I don't kind of sound like I have a nose full of something or a or sound like you're doing yeah, an impression of a certain got, like, official, uh, you know. <laughs> so I don't sound like Jennifer Tilly, but Jennifer Tilly sounds cute. Yeah, you know my my Jennifer Tilly probably wouldn't be as good. Also, she just can we just say she seems cool. <laughs> Jennifer Tilly, oh yeah, I'd love to meet Jennifer Tilly. Plus, oh. she plays Tiffany. Yeah, she's great. I mean, granted, prior to Chucky and Tia, Chucky weren't that good. No. But she, she, have dark comedy, she but is she, the character you remember from those movies. But she was intimidating. Yeah, exactly. I love. Oh, the... I wouldn't want to test Jennifer Tilly if she had a knife. No. And was playing Tiffany. No. Tiffany was batshit. But I would also <laughs> love to like sit down and have a conversation because I've seen her in interviews. She like, she's seen. She's a lot smarter than she sounds. <laughs> yeah, most people just kind of hear like that. That's the thing that they make fun of in Family Guy all the time is that Goo Goo Gaga voice, and yeah. they're just kind of like. Oh, because she sounds like this, she must just be like she has a very, very small, simple. But really, it's like no, it's just how your voice is. <laughs> it's just how her voice is. I'd love to be able to sound that young and be 60, 61, 62. Exactly. Is she, she doesn't is that look how old. It. She is. Yeah, she does not no. look it. She looks. Oh. She looks gorgeous. She really does. I mean, you could tell that there's a little bit of age, but you wouldn't think. I would think that she's probably in her early forties. Yeah, not her sixties. She's very exactly. beautiful, very attractive. Uh, so in cabin. They're like, they're partying, they're hanging out, they're playing truth or dare, you know, classic. Doing some weird shit. As Um, they do, you know. And after we get some, like, awkward stuff, which we'll we'll let you experience for yourself. Yeah, we don't want to, we don't want to go beat by beat, break it down, but you know. There's heads, I mean, wolf heads, I mean. Some making out and some tongue play and... We'll leave the word it at that, tongue so. play is not it's not okay with me but that's exactly what it was it is but i just don't like that word so um but then the freaking cellar door like just pops open straight up like is, evil dead which is just like evil dead and you're waiting for margaret to come out like uh like uh what you'll see in our videos we got a little uh thing of margaret and ash uh 
from one of those uh, Loot Crate exclusives where yeah. she's holding his feet. So you guys will be able to see that in the background, um, hopefully, and then you guys can That is like, from Evil Dead 2, though. That is from Evil Dead 2, but we do have somebody who's in the basement yeah. uh, in Evil Dead 1, um, which you guys will have known if you listen to our other podcast. It's more of a cellar than a basement. Yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose so. But, so it blows open, and I love the line of, like, how did that open? Maybe the wind blew it open. Explain to me how that makes any sense. Because <laughs> it, it is a cellar door. How the heck would the wind blow it open unless there's, like, a really bad leak in the basement or something? Yeah, you have to have a lot of windows open, and there needs to be wind outside, which there was none. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, which is another thing I really admire. Uh, giving even the giving this to comedy, the characters were not stupid as shit. No, no they were no. actually very smart, very well, uh, very well maintained and polished. Mm-hmm. And they gave you a sense of, uh, you know, not they gave you a sense of realism. You know, Chris Hemsworth being the playing the jock type of character really didn't seem like a jock character. Yeah, even though they made mentions to uh, Jules being the dumb blonde she really wasn't the dumb blonde no she's actually quite smart they explain her like stupidity and her promiscuousness because of the hair dye she used because she she is brunette and we do see that for a second but she dyed her hair blonde yeah and they were explaining like the pheromones from it leaking into her brain but it's like yeah they no one in this movie See, even Marty, the stoner, who should, by all movie stereotypes, seem very stupid. No, he's just stoned. <laughs> Which is great. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it really it really sets the mood. It really sets a tone mm-hmm. um, that really makes for a great movie. Um, it is very Scream-like. Scream yeah. was very, very likable. Sydney Prescott. Each, oh, even I the killers Cindy. in there. Oh, Sydney yeah. was great. I can't wait for Scream 5, which we'll do... We'll start doing some more film talks for you guys. Maybe, am... we'll, maybe we'll do a couple for this the end of October for you guys. Kind of yeah. talk about some of the horror movie projects that are coming up. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But I am very wary about Scream 5 just because, you know... Wes for... Craven. Yeah, R.I.P. Rest in peace. Yeah. And that that is my thing too, but I think I feel... given the fact that the original cast is coming back... Yeah, I feel like it might be in good hands. And I feel and... like whoever is behind it... Which I believe they announced who's behind it. The thing that I'm not calling out any directors right now, but no. what I am going to say is this. I think given the fact that it seems, well, they got two directors right now and it's slated to be pushed back due to COVID. Uh, oh. January 14th, 2022 now. Um, Courtney Cox will be in that movie, it looks like, I guess, too. And the girl, play, girl yeah. who plays Sydney. Uh, David Ar- 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 Arquette. Arquette, who, uh, Dewey, yeah. Dwight Riley, um, he was also in Eight Lake Freaks, another great movie, mm-hmm. um, cult, uh, uh, and Nevi Campbell, or, you know, Campbell, uh, who's, oh, wait, no, never mind, I thought that said she was gonna be in Halloween Kills, I was like, really? Yeah, that wouldn't make sense. Um, but yeah, bringing, bringing them back, I think this is gonna be good. Right now we got, uh, Matt Beninelli Op- Open mm-hmm. and... Tyler Galati? Okay. Or, I mean, now, how do you pronounce that shaving cream? Gillet? Oh, um, Glade? No. The G- Gillette? Yeah, Gillette. Tyler Gillette. Galati? I, 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 <laughs> you know what? What? Whatever. What? Um, You're gonna beat me up right on the show? 
It's just money. <laughs> oh, well, well, you heard it there if I die, um, folks. <laughs> but no, he had a hand in the VHS movies. And I think oh. he also directed... Yeah, him and Matt both directed... Uh, okay, I'm ready, less skeptical. Ready, ready or Not. Oh, okay. I'm very great. less skeptical now, yes. Um, uh, Southbound was another great movie, which we need to review sometime, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is on... Apparently, that's on uh, Hulu right now, if you guys want to check that out. That's another great movie that takes place in the outback kind of south setting uh but does it does it well uh devil's do is not that good of a movie i can vouch for that um it was kind of like another it, it was very stumpy with what i've seen because of the whole pregnant horror oh, trope yeah which is in, in, in all the fairness it is hard to do yeah um, yeah but uh but so they go are we going back yeah, going back to Cabin in the Woods. They go in the cellar, and there's just it's filled with stuff. Yeah, which is there's like a diary there. There's a conch shell. There's a a circular thing, which kind of looks like the box in Hellraiser. Yeah, which a lot of the stuff in this movie is supposed to be the in universe Cabin in the Woods parody and Trump reference of literally every horror film known to man. Exactly. Exactly. And they find, like, a film thing and, like, a a little ballerina in a box. There's a lot of objects. But then they start reading from this diary. And it's very, like, creepy and unsettling. And they're like, keep reading. And and they're like, ooh, there's something here in Latin. And Marty says my favorite line from the movie. I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand. Do not read the Latin. And then you hear... And everybody looks at it, and Marty's the only one who's like, what the frick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's interesting that because of what he's taking, he's not susceptible to, like, any of this stuff. But they say some stuff, and then these zombie creatures come out of the ground, which we find out are the Buckners. Which, which is a huge allude to the Evil Dead, given the fact of the book, the Book of the Dead. Yeah, the um, uh, Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Yeah, which they say some some Nicto similar words to it, and we get like a verbatim the way the hands come out of the ground and everything. Yeah. Um, which uh, this next family, the the group of villains that we do see is the an allude. Yes, is an allude to being the hillbilly equivalent uh, of their version. It's the equivalent of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Hillbilly zombie torture family. <laughs> Yeah, which is basically... Uh, a redneck zombie torture family, I'm sorry. Depending on which uh, version of Texas Chainsaw you watch. Personally, I love the first set of remakes, the beginning mm-hmm. in the 2003. Uh, the cinematography and the color grading and the saw the gore was like perfect. It seemed realistic. You don't, you don't, you're you um, not a fan of the original? No, I am. Okay. I'm, I'm saying that I like the remakes more than I like the other remakes and continuations that they did. Yeah, okay, that's Like fair. Leatherface, the remake of Leatherface and all that. But, mm. um... No, uh, it, depending on which one you watched, if you watched the, the 2003 uh, series remake, uh, that would be the Sawyer family. Yeah, um, that's the same, yeah. So, um, but really, really cool nonetheless to have that kind of trope. And they're like zombies, they're not even like alive, they're like zombies or mindless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then we start adding to, we start getting some kills in. Yeah, and uh, one of the, one of the one of the things that was really cool is that they get this big hunky looking guy uh, that basically looks like Jason, uh-huh. 
wearing the butcher's uh, apron. Yeah. Like, leather He's supposed to be wear. the parent. He's supposed to be the father. Yeah, yeah. And he's wearing the butcher apron and a skin-like mask. So it's like a mix of Jason and Leatherface. I wouldn't even say Michael Myers really in there because, you know, one of the things that it almost looked... And the reason I say, like, with Michael Myers, like, the thing that mm-hmm. makes... Michael Myers' mask so creepy and iconic is if yeah. you look at every single film, no matter what shape the mask is to fit the actor, mm-hmm. you always see a bit of skin in Michael's eyes just to remind yeah. you that he is still human. Exactly. And that that's arguably the creepiest part of the Halloween movies is that he's just a dude. And he's just lifeless. Halloween uh-huh. just gives... The spirit of Halloween is just what gives him his power. Exactly. Or just... That man has constant adrenaline pumping through him to be like, it's got some family I just took some uh, six fucking bullets. I'm going to do a Jack Baker and mm-hmm. I'm going to whip your ass around in a tailspin. Exactly. <laughs> so, so for because so due to the pheromones, which sounds like a weird sentence, but due to that, it's pollinate. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Um, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, and his girlfriend. They they're about to have sex in the woods, which uh, don't fuck in the woods. Yeah, don't. There's don't. A, there's a movie literally called Don't Fuck in the Woods. Look it up right now. Even if even if there is no danger, it's like the least sanitary location. It it's least sanitary and uh, <laughs> the most uncomfortable. How hard is it to find a bedroom? No, it's that not. wasn't a pun. Uh, <laughs> and, and 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 it's true. Like don't fuck in the woods, guys. Don't no, be lazy. That's how you get ticks. Um, and, yeah, you don't and want poison oak on you, places. You, you don't want to get ticks up in those places. I've. You don't want a tree branch. I've anywhere. had a friend who's had some issues. We'll no, no, mm-mm, we're moving. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they start. They start to do that, and then they get attacked, and she gets decapitated, and he gets like a bear trap thrown on his back. Yeah. Uh, after the killer loses the machete, he just. Throws around this bear trap, which gave me some... Like on a chain. Which I swear is where the inspiration for, like, Dead by Daylight came. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. Because... It's you, a... you keep hitting the chair. Yeah, I know. I'm trying not to. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that's where I think, like, Dead by Daylight mm-hmm. came. Yeah. But it the, but it was a cool change. Like, the fact yeah, that nice. this... this It wasn't like a... You know, one of those teeth ones where it's like... Like a gnawing type thing. It was literally just a bear trap. Uh-huh. Like Ghost Rider's chain, but if you threw it on people and it activated, then it closes. Pressure. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, which in theory, it would work. It's that's just, the scary part. Yeah, because like bear traps, oh. anybody who's seen them, and then for God forbid, please tell me none of you have had to who have gone hunting or just walking in the woods. Which is another reason I don't like the woods, mm-hmm. because I did know somebody who almost stepped on a bear trap. Oh, bear well, traps are one of the most painful and inhumane things because they are pressure well did you ever see the movie the braven no with jason momoa oh there's an awesome scene with a bear trap well i'll have to tell you about it but like it's watch the movie the braven guys it's really good but he like oh god it's an interesting use of a bear trap and a cliff i will say that (laughs) so i kind of have an idea now yeah yeah, when I say that, it kind of puts it together, doesn't it? So they're getting attacked, and she gets decapitated. Yeah, and... Uh, he runs away. Yeah, but he gets... No, he's not... Uh, Vaughn isn't the one who gets hooked. 
he gets hooked for a bit, but he uh, it's implied that he gets away. Oh yeah, which God, that's got to be painful. I'm sorry, I just can't get over that. Like, just to feel like the whole thing just grinding its teeth into your back, like it's not a pleasant thought. Of all the places, as well, your back. Yeah, it's like I I hurt my back just itching it a little too. Exactly, I was a witness to that. (laughs) Yeah, it it hurts like badly so i can't imagine just getting a bear trap sunk into like yeah. your shoulder blades and just being like but he gets Dear Lord Mary. But he gets back and then they close the door and they're like where is she and like, he's like we gotta go we gotta leave her and he she's like we're not leaving without her and you audibly yelled at the screen you idiot <laughs> well i had another choice word but yeah yeah because then there's someone standing there and they throw in their friend's head which is like oh you wanted to find her so bad well now she's here nice there job you, you just yeah fucked everybody in the room <laughs> yeah but then they like close the door and it's like and he's like we're gonna barricade all these rooms no matter what we have to stick together if we're gonna have a chance of surviving this which seems yeah. like a good plan and then gas gets sent in and he's like we should split up cover more ground yeah i think you're right and marty's like what <laughs> yeah like so I mean, confused stone but yeah. that's a bad idea that's not yeah but then marty they, they like split up and marty's like in a room and he finds a camera uh and that was the vintage camera right huh oh no 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 he finds the the um, a recording camera like a digital yeah camera like the digital wire. camera that they're um because it's cutting, it's it's taking its time, but it's cutting back to that office building we were seeing. And it's v- being very vague with how all this stuff works. Yeah. Which I like that. I like the mystery until the end. For it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm trying to, I'm thinking of the ending too, because of just how explosive that was. Exactly. So, but then after he finds the camera, he's like, am I on a reality show? And then he gets pulled through the window by, like... One of the zombie it's a, It's the son. Judah or Jedediah or something like that. Yeah, and then gets pulled in. Well, we get an awesome moment of him using the, the coffee mug bong as, like, a bat. Which is really cool. Like, he whips it out and it's like, he's hitting him. It almost just looks like a coffee cup telescope like a baton (laughs) yeah like they can have a lot of uses yeah but then he gets like stabbed through the chest and like taken off screen and you just see a lot of blood so it's like yep he's dead which you know could have been a multitude of things he could have turned it on the dude and that was all Mm -hmm. the son's blood or whatever that's probably what it was but we as an audience are left to assume something oh yeah because that's well naturally too Mm -hmm. it's just like Oh, Predator. He's uh, he's dead once you see yeah. him. But then they get, they all, the what's left of them, they get into the RV and they're trying to go for the tunnel Which to leave. Which, the bridge breaks just like Evil Dead, except we it's actually... It's not a bridge breaks. It's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's the tunnel. It gets caved in. Oh, right, right, right. It but, blows up and gets caved in. But he has to make, one of them has to make a jump, though. That's after. Because the tunnel's caved in, so they can't get through. But they have a dirt bike, and they're like, oh, we can, he can jump it across if he gets enough speed to the other side, and then he'll go and get help for us while we Which, hide out. if you see the beginning of the movie, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, because in the beginning of the movie, we see a bird hit, like, a screen. Yeah, it's a very uh, escape room, which I think that's where they got the escape room idea. Definitely. 
So uh, he was like this electrical force field. So, into the blue area. Yeah. So Chris Hemsworth rides the motorcycle. He has a cool speech. And then as he's midair, he hits it and just falls and dies. And she, she puts it together. Danny. She puts it together what's happening. But the smart guy, ironically enough, doesn't. Yeah. Um, which is, which is really funny. Yeah. It's, it's ironic, isn't it? Because you'd, you'd think it'd be the exact opposite. Exactly. Well, he's just kind of in disbelief because he just saw his friend get splattered against a... Which, it was not quick. You see him go no, all the way down boom, and boom, it is... Boom, 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 boom. That is a long-ass cliff. Mm-hmm. Much longer than what they showed during the title sequence where it, the trees are. Exactly. So then they're in the RV and he's like, we'll just drive back. And she's like, well, we'll go from there. He goes, we'll drive as far as we can in the woods. And we can't drive anymore. We'll hike. We'll, we'll get through this. I need you to stay with me, though. I need you to be... And then he gets stabbed through the throat. Because I guess... Who was it who's in the car the entire time? Uh, I think it was... Uh, was it the daughter? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Which was disappointing, because... I know, liked him. He, he, he was, he was a decent character. human being. He was a good guy. Yeah, he was a very likable character, so that was really disappointing to see all of a sudden, oh, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> so then it gets... The RV crashes into the lake... And she, like, swims out. And then she's fighting, and, like, the people at the office building are like, Yay, we did it! Like, <laughs> yeah, which... Which we're skipping a lot of that office stuff, but you need to experience that you stuff You need to experience yourself. that for yourself. Because it's the funniest tumor ever. <laughs> and then basically kind of sum up the rest of the movie. Uh, basically, we find out that Marty is still alive. Uh, and yeah, because he saves her. Yeah, Dana, he saves Dana from um, being killed by mm-hmm. uh, the Leatherface guy. Yeah. Um, and then he shows her this elevator into which we get them descending into these boxes, which are essentially kind of like... Um, we see a lot of creatures inside these boxes. We see regular these zombies. Are zombies which, but, but they do look a lot like, if you guys have seen X-Men 2, X-Men United. Yeah. It looks a lot like Magneto Cell, but if it had no air sockets mm-hmm. and was completely it looks like, transparent. It looks box. like if you've seen those acrylic display cases people yes. put like old books in. But you see the like museum. A, a lot of these things in these boxes, especially when we get the pan out. But you see, like, a giant spider, a giant snake, like, giant zombies snake is a moving reference. trees, moving yeah. trees. Which you get uh, a blob in there. You look, you get the blob if you look closely. Werewolf, you werewolf. Get, you get a werewolf, which is a reference to, I believe, the howling. You get mm-hmm. a uh, little girl who has, like, a leech face. or Yeah, like she's the ballerina. Leper, lepery face, um, which... You get some people in weird masks. Yeah, which is supposed to be a reference to the strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, the little girl is supposed to be a reference to Guillermo del Toro's work, and I yeah. also believe Silent Hill. Yeah. We also get a uh, a buzzsaw head, so like one yeah. of the actual buzzsaw, which is which to looks be like a Pinhead. Yeah, who Bell has raised. his circle again? Yeah, and little... and that's when she puts it together. Like, oh, when we went down there, we chose how we were gonna die. They let us choose that, which is really weird and that's effed up. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then a lot of the stuff, too, that you could connect to modern day movies. But, of course, this came out in 2012. Yeah. Google always says 2011. It came out in 2012. It might have started filming in 2011, but it yeah. came out in 2012. It came out in 2012 because it even says right here on IMDb, yep. April 13th, 20, 
2012. Uh, be careful, guys, also when you're looking up movie times and whatnot. It's always accurate on where you can watch it, but um, don't always trust it. Always look on IMDb yeah. and do the math for yourself because I, I found out the other day, like, you know, that uh, we were going to do a review for a movie, and it turned out that it was actually uh, an hour and a half movie, not two and a half hours. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of like, oh, okay. Well, That's the same with uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Like, it says on the poster for it, like, two hours of terror. The actual runtime is an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, mine is probably whatever they were talking about. In yeah, what movie was thing. that again? Uh, you know, I don't remember offhand. <laughs> okay. But but even, like, the Lord of the Rings stuff, if you look them up, they do yeah. the, the extended editions, oh, not God. the theatrical yeah. looking times. I'm like... That's that's rough because mm-hmm. that makes me not want to watch it. Granted, which, I finally finished the Hobbit trilogy with my dad. Uh, yeah, what do you think movie. of those? Oh, I love the Hobbit movies. All right. And I, I started Lord of the Rings. Regular. Uh, regular. Oh, um, okay. I'll get around to the extended editions. Um, yeah, but, you do that. Um, I watched Lord of the Rings and I watched half of the Two Towers. Very mm-hmm. great movies. Yeah. Uh, very well done. Cinematography. Uh, Ian McKellen, great as always. Hugo mm-hmm. Weaving, always great. Outside of Agent Smith and whatnot, so. Um, maybe we'll eventually do those on the channel just for fun, but we're definitely going to be covering those in trilogy and probably do more of a film talk when it comes to those types of things. It'll have to be a really long one and we'll have to have like two other hosts. Yeah. Like, and we'll probably not even be doing them because, you know, in terms of frame by frame, cause that is way too much. Unless you guys want us to. Yeah. And then we could work some out, but we'll we might do it like a live or something. We'll, yeah. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, yeah, depending yeah. on what you guys think. But, um, so they go down and they see all this stuff. Some guards try to kill him. Yeah, we also get a nod to uh, Blade Two. The way that dragon opens its mouth is a You're nod. You're right. To... It's the um, it's the same way the vampires in Blade Two do the mandible kind of thing. It kind of yeah. looks like a predator situation, which almost gives it kind of a Shin Godzilla look as well. Uh huh. The way that's like the most terrifying thing about Shin Godzilla. Yeah. It's the way his mouth is like opens in three different sections. Yeah, which it looks amazing. Oh, it does in the in the in the choir music. Yeah. Oh, not 2014. I'm talking about 2016 is when Shin Godzilla came out, Shin and that Godzilla, was Toho. Yes. 2014 was the American, the American Legendary which Pictures, which is version, fine, which is great too, and yeah, it has Brian Cranston. So I'd recommend it. Uh, King of the Monsters. Holy shit, that is a great movie. Mm-hmm. If you have not seen that, what is wrong with you? Let's not Go discount. Check it out. Let's not discount Kong Skull Island. Also no, a good time. I was also thinking uh, that too. Uh, which is part of the Monsters universe. They're all linked up. and yeah. uh, We plan on covering them. Yeah, which next year is when we're going to get, obviously now because it got pushed back, I believe next year we're going to be getting uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. But Yay. we'll definitely review both uh, the new and the old for you guys uh, yeah. as a treat for next year. So you guys 100%. can look forward to that. So, so yeah, so guards try to kill them, but they find a place where they can let all of the monsters out. And it just goes batshit crazy. Oh, it's like The Purge, but if you got every horror movie character ever. Mm-hmm. And they basically are just like, well, you did create us, and you kept us in cages, so we don't give a fuck who can you we are. Do a quick, uh, can we do a quick applause for the special effects crew for Cabin in the Woods? Cause, oh, yes. Know, you know, they had to visually, have worked their asses off, visually, especially for that one scene. Visually, uh, the amount of blood looks like Evil Dead. This is mm-hmm. actually surprisingly tasteful in its gore factor. It does not yeah. go overboard. No. It's not gallons of blood. And I know when you say Evil Dead, the first thing you think of is gallons of blood. Nope. Uh, but, you know, that's Evil Dead's charm. Yeah. It's actually more realistic than you think, I think, if you're dealing with demons. Mm-hmm. This did it perfectly. There was 
a bloody room and some really bloody scenes, but it wasn't like, you know, the amount of saw level. It, the exactly. blood looked real. It looked like there was the right amount of blood that you think about ripping like thirty about five people in a room apart. Exactly. Um, the action and the cinematography was well done, from the CGI to the practical effects of people running around. Yeah. The editing cuts for each scene and each close up. Uh, were absolutely perfect. It was uh-huh. a very smooth transition. Um, so basically we get everybody gets massacred and then we get one of the best reveals of the movie. We get a very special guest who I think is still yeah. one of the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. Oh, Sigourney. Sigourney Weaver as the director that they've been referencing in all we the We hear her scenes. for a second. like We hear like her make an announcement, but now we've actually seen her. Yeah, which you never really think it's her voice. You never really allude to it. It never really clicks. <laughs> and then you're like wait a minute ripley! ripley yeah so you're very excited i always love seeing sigourney weaver still one of the most beautiful women ever and such a talented actor all right yeah she is she's a great actress so um, so then she explains the whole thing which is it's a ritual sacrifice for ancient gods and there's like there's the scholar the athlete, the fool, the whore, and the virgin. Although it does, it is pointed out that she's not technically a virgin, but in a sense, she's kind of done things, but not the. She's like we work with what we can't, we get. <laughs> yeah, you're not pure. You gave head. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but so she explains that like they all have to die except for her, and she tells she because she. Donnie has a gun now, and she explains, like, if unless you kill him, the world will end tomorrow. Yeah, which is which, really hard no choice. No pressure. Which is like, do you believe it or not? Exactly. Because, I mean, it is kind of hard to believe that all of a sudden you guys are really trying to dictate how but people die. Also, based on what you've seen, I feel like I would be more keen to believe it after that experience, you know? Oh, yeah, but I'd still be pretty pissed off. As oh, of, yeah. You know, Regardless, like, I would be pissed. Is it worth risking the fact of what happens anyway if there's another group of people, but we have to help kill them, too? Exactly. It's versus a, it's a just, humanity morals thing. Versus just ending the world and saying, fuck it, it's going to happen anyway. Yeah, it, it brings on a lot of questions. I personally, if I was Marty, I would have been like, do it. <laughs> Either way, I die. So other people might want to live, actually. Or, you know. going to be hard because I'm like, I don't want to sit there and watch it, knowing that I'm going to die. Exactly. Exactly. That's the only time I'd say, have enough balls to shoot me when I'm walking away. Exactly. So she doesn't end up killing him. And, like, we get a werewolf that attacks Danny. But Marty saves her. But then Marty gets attacked by Sigourney Weaver. And the little girl from the Buckner family kills Sigourney Weaver. And then they both fall down like a ledge. Yeah. And then they kind of just sit there while the world ends. And to which we see a bunch. We see a giant hand. Fallen. Just... Well, yeah, we see everything fall, and then just a giant godlike hand with like the most of epic CGI. Yeah. This we watched this on DVD, mm-hmm. and the CGI looks great. It's so that great. needs to tell you something. That's like watching Marvel's you imagine, first Avengers. Can you imagine movie. 4K? Oh. Oh, I think it'd look terrible on 4K because of how good it looks on DVD. Yeah, that's fair. That's like uh, one of the things too. If you guys ever have seen the Avengers on those display TVs. 
Iron Man's armor looks terrible. It looks in 4K. like a soap opera. Yeah, it looks terrible. The CGI looks fake, but on Blu-ray. So this movie, they, they really, with their thirty million dollar budget, they really, they really worked with it, and it was a really good movie. Yeah. Um, the ending, which we were supposed to be getting a cabin in the woods too. I don't really know if it really How? needs one. <laughs> well, there's many ways that you. Can the go world like that. died. <laughs> well, supposedly. Yeah. You never know, and there are plenty of other stories too to follow. Yeah, they could do a prequel. Because one of the things that you do see in The Office is that they are putting other experiments, and a lot of them like reference like Sadako, which is the uh, original version of... Ringu. Of, uh, yeah, the ring. Ringu yeah. that inspired the ring, uh, Samara. Yeah. For the American version. But. Yep. Without further ado, uh, yeah, that, that was Cabin in the Woods. Uh, we both thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Sorry we skipped over a lot of stuff, but it really we, is yeah. one of those experiences that you really... We could not... The jokes that get made in that office building, we could not do any of it and, justice. And it's not something that you just get to say. It's one of those movies that you really just need to do. Yeah. And that we wanted to talk about, but we wanted you to actually go look for for yourself this yeah. Halloween. Do and yourself a favor. Before the 31st, this is your homework assignment for us. <laughs> this is your entertainment homework assignment. Go watch Cabin in the Woods, damn it. Yeah. Like, it is a great movie. Don't make excuses. Sit with your friends, sit with your family. You want to have a fun, fun, gory, you know, not as gory, but a fun fright scare and some Makes you think about everything. Because, like, seeing that movie, it made me think, like, oh, was, like, maybe the Friday the 13th movies were those maybe, like, set up by that same company, you know? Yeah. It really makes you think. You know, maybe that's what Jason is all along. I mean, given Jason X, it's kind of a little, little bit. So, you know, if you guys want a good movie to watch... Uh, it's a great way to celebrate Halloween. It really hits all the tropes yeah. from like Dracula and Frankenstein in the background. Uh, if you look up still images, mm-hmm. uh, there is a slight possibility that when we edit this into a video for YouTube, you guys might get to see images. No promises. Yeah, no I promises. I don't always want to promise you guys that because I know some of our other videos. Uh, it is a lot of work, and I'm not saying that to be lazy, but it no. is a lot of work to, to go in and try and catch up now so you guys have all the episodes on all the places so maybe one day we'll do a, a revamp or something but yeah you know. but uh yeah your homework assignment for the month for halloween from noah is to watch it homework assignment from me for halloween uh be safe have fun don't be dumb yeah and and, and you know I, and and i just want to take a moment because i do know that you know regardless of what you believe yeah uh, i'm not gonna express any personal beliefs no um, Got but it. Please be careful out there if you're going to be trick-or-treating. Yeah. I think it's safer to stay home this year, uh, regardless of whether how contagious it is or not. Just just be safe. Maybe take, you know, stay be... local in your neighborhood, but don't yeah. be going all over the place. Let's try and yeah. let's try and keep each other safe, and regardless of what personal beliefs, let's just try to work together yeah. as a community, stay local, and enjoy our Halloween with our families. Exactly. Trick-or-treat at your own mm-hmm. risk. Yeah. Don't don't have to listen to us. Don't have to listen to me. I recommend have a small, small yeah. gathering. Yeah, and, and just watch some movies with like maybe four or five friends. Yeah, and 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 don't don't ruin your Halloween. If you want to have that trick or treating experience, I totally understand. Yeah, uh, but just be cautious while you're out there. Stay safe and definitely stay warm. The W Bundle word is com- coming. Yeah, as they would say in Game of Thrones, the W word is coming. <laughs> So yes, then, and we are in Minnesota, so that does apply for Yeah, us. buckle up. And I know when I live in Illinois, you guys better buckle up, too, because I know how you feel. Bundle so up. Get, bundle up and buckle up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, DUIs. Yeah, 
Yep. Well, not just that. Black Ice. Yes. Oh, God. So, yeah. Bundle up, buckle up, stay safe, stay warm. Uh, Be responsible. And uh, we're going to have this next treat for you. We're going to have... Uh, <laughs> Was that a pun on the title? A little bit. Well, um, is that a hint, maybe? Who I will knows? let you guys know that uh, you guys are going to get a special movie called Trick or Treat. Okay, well, he just gave it. Yes. Well... Who, yeah, we, we don't to, care. <laughs> I, I have to give it to him. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you guys that really want to listen to a really actual, really brilliant Spirit of Halloween feel yeah. movie... Definitely watch it. This is this is the one. So don't miss that. Uh, stay safe out there. And yeah. until October 31st, this has been Film uh, Film Nadar with your host, Nathaniel Shoemaker. And Noah Sweeto. And we will uh, hear from you guys in the next video. Yeah. See ya. See you later. Love you guys.